How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host, Noel Teal. How and are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Yeah. We are in the midst, the midst of chaos right now. Chaos? Chaos in the NBA. COVID? Not COVID chaos. Not COVID chaos. No. Real chaos? Real sports. This oh. is the sports fan's dream. <laughs> of, Real chaos. Of news coming out every second right now in the NBA. So NBA chaos, NFL chaos, and fantasy football chaos, mm-hmm. a.k.a. my fantasy football team. Yeah, you are... Uh, you're basic. I think you should rename your team. You know, you've had you've had your team name for 25 years in, yep. in this league we're in. Yep. It might have to change to the IR. Yeah. It might, and we'll talk about that. And in, in, in I, I think I've your accompli- unique situation. I think I've accomplished something this week that has never happened in the history ever, of fantasy football ever. And we'll tell you about that. We also have to go over some trades in the NBA. Like we said, uh, Chris Paul is out the door in OKC. A short, short-lived there. One year. Also, Dennis Schroeder's on the move. OKC is in full rebuild mode. And is James Harden getting traded or is he not? And we'll break it all down. We'll also do our favorite segment, what we got right and what we got wrong from week 10 of the NFL. We got a bunch of stuff to, to get to. Let's run it. As always on the show, let's start with our news and our rumors and headlines from the week in sports. And we are one day away from the NBA draft. And you'll see our news for probably the next couple weeks is going to be NBA feed. It's crazy. We're at the draft. We just had the championship. We just had the championship. And then basically everyone went home and Adam Silver was like, guys, we lost a lot of money. We got to get, we got to, you know, let's get the starting again. Ugh. And, and I mean, it's been crazy so far. I mean, just today alone and this weekend, and we'll break some of it down, the trades and the rumors, the Woj bombs, as everyone likes to say, have been have been crazy so far. Well, first of all, I mean, we got to get into what OKC did because I'm still mesmerized. 28 first-round picks they own in the next five years. 16 first round picks. Oh, did I say 28? 16. They 16. have the 28th pick from oh, yeah, yeah. the Lakers. 16 picks. First round picks in, in the, the next, next six, years. six years. What are they doing? They are prepping. For, prepping for what? They're prepping to have the end of the draft first round picks. It, it, or do you just take all three and try to get the first round draft pick each year? I, I'm not sure. But they have a plan. And the plan I, is I to rebuild. They and they started the rebuild the other day. With a trade to the Lakers, where they traded Dennis Schroeder mm-hmm. to the Lakers, uh, they sent they sent Schroeder to the Lakers for Danny Green and the 20th pick in this year's draft. The Lakers stole that, stole Dennis Schroeder because I believe one of the best six men in the country. He is he's the in, most in, in he's the probably league. the most underrated player in the league. He, he he's definitely in the top three because as a Ma- a Magic fan, he is probably you know there's a list of them, but he is definitely on the list of Magic killers. Yes, killers. He, yeah. he every time I watch this man play because he was on the Hawks yep. and now he was in OKC and I feel like every year I see the Hawks play you know in the past whatever six years I've been going to Magic games yep. and we always see the Hawks play he always was elite on the Hawks then at OKC got to see him play got to see him play last year yep. before COVID happened the dude drops. 20 points a game off the bench. Yeah. Well, and he's going to be starting. You're right there. He averages 19 points a game, and he plays like 30 minutes. It's ridiculous. His efficiency is off the charts. Yeah, he, he is. He's an elite scorer, and he's a he's a pretty good defender. So when you take, basically the trade is Danny Green for, for Dennis Schroeder. Basically. Right. Because the first round pick, it's the 28th pick. This is nobody. Who do the Lakers need, you know, that's that they can develop? They're gonna t- they're gonna get somebody who's gonna be a good bench player can come off the bench play ten minutes score six points exactly but take the trade as is Danny Green who was fantastic 
last year yeah. in the Toronto playoff run yeah. was really a key player in that in that championship. Comes to LA and was j- just had one of the worst years of his career. Really, eight points, one assist, three rebounds is what he averaged all year. It's not even the stats. It's it's his the, shooting was atrocious. It was the the shooting the the, the corner threes. Yeah, were, he was supposed to hit five of those a game. Yeah, that, that was his job. Yep, and he. Didn't even hit probably two. And he's game. a defensive liability. Exactly. So you trade for a better scorer and a more efficient scorer yep. and a better defensive player. It's, it's it a, was steal. a steal. 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 And OKC got traders money off the books. And a first round pick, which they got a bundle with the other 75. Right. And yeah, and Schroeder is going to be a great player this year. He's yeah. going to have a very successful but, but, season. It'll be interesting to see if the Lakers... Who they can sign some lower end free agents that do they really need anybody? No, no, I'm just saying to fill. They got to fill a roster. Okay, because well, they're you me know, and you aren't doing Rondo's much. gonna be probably gone. Uh, they got Avery Bradley's gonna be gone. You know, some guys, some some role players. That I mean, AJ that are gonna be gone. AJ, I can put the jersey on for as many nights as they need, just to fill the bench. All right, Dennis Schroeder's gonna start, he, he, or he'll be the sixth man. I think I think he can start in this lineup. Maybe I think he can. Um, and that then, wasn't the biggest thing they did. No, it wasn't. Week. And yesterday, they sent Chris Paul away. Chris Paul. The five-time All-Star. Yep. One, a future Hall of Famer. You think? They sent him to the Suns. The Phoenix Suns make a move. This is his fifth team, Chris Paul. Yes. Right? I mean, he spent one year at OKC like Schrader. Mm-hmm. And Schroeder. And still had a great year. I mean, mm-hmm. look, he still averaged 18 points. Five rebounds. He had, he had one and of his seven best. Assists. Yeah, he had one of his best years of his his career, and he he led that team to a a Cinderella story playoff kind run. of playoff run. Mm-hmm. And then they they just weren't as good as the other teams in the West. But they ship him off to the Phoenix, to the Phoenix Suns. Suns. Him and Abdel Nader, a nobody. Yep. And they got a pretty good. You know this this. I don't think this was a one sided trade. This was absolutely not. I love this good. trade. Yeah, I love this trade. They get Ubre back. Yep. Rick R- Ricky Rubio, Ty Jerome, best college pl- basketball player of all time <laughs> at Virginia. Uh, Jalen Laquie, I believe. Yeah. Well, that was the throw-in. And, and and actually, it's funny because this guy was good in college. I actually remember him. He played or not in college in high school. He was a high school like one of the a big prospect. I don't know what happened to him. I just saw his name and I was like, you know, that sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, and they got a 2022 first round pick. So they get Ubre, who's a great player. Yep. Ubre has, you know, he had a great season last year, and I think they would like to have kept him. There's just no one else on the team that that would have filled the the trade. Totally. And they got the and the twenty two and their first round pick in twenty twenty two. I like the trade for both teams. Look, the Suns need help. Yeah. They need, they need a person who can move Devin Booker. I think Devin Booker needs to move to the two. Yeah. You know, and he played he played a lot of. A lot of the one last year, and I, I think that he can do it. I think it'll be a, a benefit to him playing the two, and now he gets to come off screens. He doesn't have to handle the ball as much, and and he's just not the he's not bringing the ball up, and he's not getting double teamed off the bat. You know, it's it's not a focus all on him. And look, they and he's he, already a, an efficient scorer and a and a and, totally. a, and an all star. Well, absolutely. And and people were trying to get the ball out of his hands. Mm-hmm. When you have Chris Paul and Devin Booker in the backfield, that is going to be backward. That's going to be very hard to do. And then Aiton in the middle, who played great in the in yep. the bubble games. Yep. It's if if he can really develop into a really good in the paint center. This is a team that's gonna that's gonna be good. Here's my only problem. Yep. The West is so good. So good. Like so good. Can the can the Phoenix Suns realistically get higher than than the seventh seed, the sixth seed? Like yes, they can. Because you got. But is it gonna matter? Because the Clippers and the Lakers will be in the in the West Finals. But but that but that's what I'm saying is is you have. But let's let's just take a, a look at the West just real quick. Yep. All right. You have the Lakers and the Clippers. Are going to be up there. They, they just, they're great regular season teams. They're going to be up there. Yes. You have Denver and Utah, who Denver is going to be up there because they're still deep. They're, you know, they're not getting yep. rid of anybody or, you know, they still have no, a Jokic and Jamal Murray is yeah. great. Yep. And you have Utah, who, same thing, they're not changing anything. I, I only accept, I only expect Donovan Mitchell to get better. Right. So that's, that's four teams there. Dallas Houston, is going to be better. Houston's, you know, if they trade Harden, it's, 
you know, they're not going to be in it anymore. OKC traded everyone. They're not going to be in there anymore. Dallas is going to be better. Yep. Memphis. Portland, mm. not sure. Memphis is going to be better. Yep. So that's already seven teams right there. If you include Portland, Memphis, take OKC and Houston out. Phoenix will be in that 5-6 spot. They, they got to play really well to get yeah. to five or six, and maybe they can beat a Utah or a, a Nuggets team. Maybe in seven games they can yeah. beat. Yeah, look, they got to add one or two pieces. You know, I mean, they, they need a small forward who can score. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be Mikael Bridges, you yeah. know, but, you know, they do have Dario, Dario Sakic at uh, Saric at, uh, I can't say these creation names, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Saric uh, at power forward, you know, so they've got good. They've got good players. Yeah. They need maybe one or maybe two they more can scores. go out and and get a get a score. You know who they could use? Hmm. Aaron Gordon. Right. You know, that would athletic. Be, that would be Absolutely. Kind of. That would be perfect for the Suns. Yeah. But they'd have nothing to give us. No. So that's not good. We'll take Devin Booker. <laughs> that's not happening. All right. And then probably the biggest kind of story besides OKC selling off Chris Paul to the Suns, a great trade for both teams there. But James Harden. We <laughs> we talked a little bit about Russell Westbrook. And James Harden. Neither yeah. one has been traded anywhere yet, but speculation. I believe that that what I've heard, Westbrook is down to two or three teams. So the interesting news with Westbrook is Westbrook. It, the rumor is, and and what I I do truly believe this, he wants to go to a team where he can be the man. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think Westbrook. You know, from the season of of breaking Oscar Robertson's record of triple doubles. He is a stats man. Yep. He wants to be the guy that makes the Hall of Fame. Yep. Makes all-star teams. And makes, I mean, just makes all pro teams and, and has the stats to become a great player. I don't think he is a championship, you know, race. He needs, you know, he's not a Kevin Durant. He doesn't need a ring. No. Oh, so the reports are that he is... He wants to be the man again on a team. He want he doesn't need to go to a contender. He doesn't want to be traded to the, the Clippers. Which or is the why he needs Lakers. to go to the Knicks. So the, the the three teams I have is the Knicks at number one. At number two, I have Charlotte. Okay. And at, at number three, I got the Magic. Because for one, the Knicks, I think the Knicks, I, I, I really do think the Knicks happens. I, I think he gets traded to the Knicks, and I think he balls out, and the Knicks get... You know the AC in the East, and and they, and and that's that, and they have their their fun, and they they become a little bit relevant again. And if he takes them to the playoffs, mm-hmm. he will be a god in New York. Correct. Yeah. And I think Charlotte is probably second on my list because Charlotte's got good young players, and and with Michael Jordan as the 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 owner and the GM, yep. I think that it makes a little bit of sense because he's always you know he didn't want to get rid of Kemba Walker. So now to get another great point guard, yeah. I think that's something that he'd be interested in. It's just, do they have players or you know anything? Yeah, they're not going to give up the third pick overall. Do they have players that that will attract Russell Westbrook or will attract the the Rockets to make a trade? And then you have Orlando with Aaron Aaron Gordon and and Fournier and and maybe that fifteenth pick gets moved. They can have Fournier. <laughs> Look, it, it's just teams that. Could be interested in a star because they need yeah. a star in that that small market team. Okay, so Westbrook is definitely gone. I, I could definitely see Houston area. Mm-hmm. They are not trading Harden. So let's get into Harden. So Harden, that's been the big news story two two days in a row. Yeah, where rumor after rumor, contradicting rumor after contradicting rumor that Harden wants to go play Harden, with Kyrie and, and and Kevin Durant. Harden's out of out of Houston. He he's mad at the ownership. He's mad at the at the franchise and he wants out and they offered him like 50 million dollars so then so then the other this news comes out that they offered him to be the highest paid player ever 50 million a year he turned it down then news comes out that he was in la with kevin durant talking to him in the offseason and and kevin durant trying to sway him that he needs to come join the nets yeah okay hold on on. okay i'm just breaking down the story okay fine then the rumors come out that the Rockets are not trying to trade him at this time, and they're trying to rebuild the relationship and, and keep him to stay at in Houston, in Houston for the rest of his career. Right. Yeah. So here's where it stands. I believe that everything that you've heard is total BS. That that is where I stand now. I don't see why Houston, unless unless 
Harden comes out and says, I demand a trade, which I don't think he has. I think he's, you know, not very happy with what's going on and how they, and all the rumors that have gone on and, and they haven't been able to keep stuff in house. But I believe that unless he goes out and demands a trade, I, I don't understand the plus side to, to trading him. There's no plus side. The plus side is, is that he's got one year until he's a free agent and he's going to walk. So do you have a disgruntled guy who you have to pay $50 million to mm-hmm. who's going to walk after one year, right? I mean, or do you trade him and get a ransom for him now and let him go play with his buddies? I don't see it happening. I, I, I cannot see that. I can't see it happening. We said the same thing, and then Anthony, or, uh, Anthony Davis was on the Lakers. Eh, Anthony Davis was different. No, it wasn't. It's the exact same thing. No, because wants, but Anthony Harden Davis, wants to win. He knows in this NBA right now you can't win unless you're partnered with two the whole superstars. Thing that, the whole thing that Anthony Davis was with was he didn't have anyone on the team. Yeah. Well, right, now, right. Now, now, now Harden doesn't but have anybody on the Westbrook team. If Westbrook gets traded, yeah. it's a different story. But still with Westbrook, has he been traded yet? No. I get so it. I, I believe that until a move gets made, I'm calling all these rumors. They're just I, – I can't buy into it yet. I cannot – I cannot. I just can't wrap my head around him being right. on the Nets. All right, I, I, I that, can. That's just gonna be the most ridiculous team ever. What, what you know? What is Harding gonna do there? He he needs forty shots a game. What, he's not gonna get forty shots a game there. What what is he gonna do? Pass what, the what ball. What is he gonna do? He's gonna learn how to be a teammate if he wants to win a championship. Because you know what? Playing all year, scoring, having the scoring title, and then going home in the uh, Western Conference Finals every year doesn't get you a ring. So it'll be the crybaby. The they be- all cry it'll be, babies. It'll be the crybaby, the beard, and the cupcake teaming up <laughs> in New York. It'll be, it'll be interesting to watch. Uh, all right, we got a lot right. of football to let's get to. Let's talk about, let's recap our football right after the break and a word from our sponsor. Back on the sports appeal, let's get into our week 10 recap of the NFL. Okay. And before we do what we got right and what we got wrong, we got to do MVP race and recap our locks. Okay. So let's start with the MVP race. Until. Week 17, the last week of the season, we're updating our MVP rankings, and it's clear to me who the MVP is clear. right now. It's clear. After... I know where you're going with this. After a couple... We have not discussed after this. After the last... No, we haven't discussed this. That's what makes but, it... But I, 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 I'll I, bet $10 I know who you're going to say. So, it's it, after. it's been like three to four weeks where it's becoming... a Players are dropping and, and players are, are moving up. And Russell Wilson is a dropping. Russell Wilson, I I called it on, I called it this week with the Rams upset. This is the continuation. You know, it started with the Bills, and this is going to be a real. This is the downfall of the Seahawks. Yep. I, I, they won't finish. They're going to finish like second, maybe even third in the division, because if Russell Wilson just turns the ball over five times a game, like, <laughs> like, like what what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. I, I I don't understand what the throws here he's making. They've lost three out of four. Right. So And he's been bad. In first, I have Kyler Murray. Wow. Kyler Murray is is the MVP right now. I thought you were gonna say Roethlisberger. So Roethlisberger right now is three. Okay. Uh you were going at, at two. At two I have at two I have hmm. Because here's my problem. Uh-huh. I think if Josh Allen won that game, he would be two. But I think I think I'll put Mahomes at two. Yep. Roethlisberger at, at four, at three, and Josh Allen at four. He moves above Russell Wilson and drops to, to five. Wow. Actually, Russell Wilson drops to six just because how bad he was playing. You know who moves to five? I can't even think of it. Alvin Kamara moves to five. Hmm. Because Alvin Kamara just scores every touchdown for the Saints when they have a, you know when their quarterback's injured. He just scores. He just carries the team when everyone's injured. I, he fills in the gaps. Look, I get it. Uh, you're 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 so high on Kyler Murray, and he is electric and spectacular, and you know he's doing what Lamar Jackson did a lot last year. But I'm 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 leaning to Ben right now. Really? He? I mean, I, again, he's got to do it against you know some quality teams, but yeah. he's playing lights out. The man is beat up, and I he mean, still this, throws this for four touchdowns a game. And once they might go sixteen and zero, they have they they still got to play you know a Bengals team again, and then some lower end AFC teams and it, it has a chance yes yeah. they oh. have they have a chance and if they go 16-0 i can't see them not giving it to him well if they go 16-0 for sure but you know what the Steelers remaining schedule is it's 
it's like not bad. It's cupcake land. Yeah. It's Jacksonville, Baltimore, who I just don't think is that good. No. Washington, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Indy, and Cleveland. I mean, so, it, so they, they got a good they, a good duel with Buffalo. A good, and then you got a good defense with, in Indy, and they'll beat Cleveland. Yeah. So, so there's two hard games left. Maybe two, three hard games left in the whole season. Yeah. So I don't know. It's good. They're not going to lose more than two games. That's for sure. I don't think so. So I got Kyler Murray right now. You got Big Ben. Is that th- where we're standing at? I think I'm leaning Big Ben, but I mean, we're also on a bias because we just saw him play and he played well. And Mahomes. This was is a week. A, hey, this is I a know, week by Ma- week thing. Mahomes, Mahomes was come out ball and he's number. I get one. it. Mahomes was on a buy, so right. you know. I mean, it doesn't help when you don't play. It doesn't help when you don't play. That's a good point. But can we acknowledge that that Russell Wilson? Russell is Wilson is, off. is falling off a cliff after starting the season. He may, historically, he may, wait, he may go another year without a vote. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> now, now I know why he doesn't get. How's our locks doing? So let's go to our locks. I'm doing great. Start with with what we got right and what we got wrong, and let's start on the wrong side because we went 0 for 2 this week. Ooh. Uh Packers were my lock at plus 13. I thought this was a... Didn't you say they were going to win by 40? I, I took them by at least... I said I'll take the spread by 15. Uh-huh. And Jake Lutton kept it close, and the refs kind of squeaked out a win for Green Bay. Yeah, squeaked is definitely the right word. I mean, they didn't, they didn't even... I'm not sure what... You know, they just couldn't move the ball, and get third downs and they punted a lot more than they usually do and jacksonville ran the ball and then james robinson he continues to he continues to impress yeah and and now you know now you know why they got rid of leonard fournette yeah i mean it was a good call and they they barely lose but i think this was just the better team squeaked it out as they usually do they squeaked it out but here's a packers team that was five for 13 on third downs Right, uh, ran the ball for forty six yards. Yeah, they got some issues. Yeah, they, it was a step down from their dominating win over San Fran. Yeah, and then let's go to a game that wasn't so close. Oh, with your Bengals, who you continue to pick and they continue to lose, and you had them seven and a half over I or, it, or with the I thought it was a lock. Steelers. I thought it was a lock. I told you the Steelers are are just. Bigger and better, and they took care of business <sighs> yeah, against the young Joey B. Yes, they did. Too many weapons, man. On offense, they just have way too many weapons. Way too many. And Cincinnati's defense is terrible, so I'm not picking Cincinnati anymore. I'm done. It took I'm off, ten, it I'm took off ten the bandwagon. Weeks, ten weeks. I'm to, off the bandwagon. You and, you and Matt Patricia have something in common, <laughs> and let's talk about that. It took you ten weeks yep. to finally stop picking the Bengals, yep. and it took Matt Patricia ten weeks to finally put – DeAndre Swift in the game and hand the ball off to him more than two times a game. Right. And see what happens. We've been asking for that for weeks. So Matt Patricia, I'm convinced, listens to the Sports Field podcast. Yep. And I'm convinced because we we both said this week that we pick Washington to win the game. Yes. And we're wrong on that. And the Lions somehow win the game. And, and we'll talk about it in a second because this was one of the most I, – I was pissed at this game for multiple reasons. But the, the Lions – just they play better when Stafford doesn't have to drop back fifty times and and throw the ball. Still threw the ball th- thirty three times. Right, but he handed he he handed the ball off to DeAndre Swift. Yeah, he got sixteen, 16 times, times. Yep. eighty yards, and he threw to him five more times or six more times at the backfield, and that's where he produces. Yep. And he had another touchdown through the air, and single handedly basically won me this week. I mean because. I'm an idiot, and I overthought it, and I took Stafford out of my starting lineup mm-hmm. because they were playing Washington's pass defense. Right. So I decided to start Drew Locke instead. And just while we're on the subject, mm-hmm. all right, we teased it earlier. I have to talk about it, okay? So I, I don't have my siren uh, app or, or uh, voice or um, you know noise thing, but this, to me, in 25 years of playing fantasy football, has never happened to anyone else but me. Mm-hmm. I we play a two in my big money league. We play a two quarterback league, and I have three quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. All three were injured yesterday, yep. in during the game. You got Matt Stafford with his thumb injury. Yep, Drew Lock with, his, with ribs, his ribs, and good old Drew Brees with multiple rib fractures and a punctured lung. What do I oh. do now? I mean, do I go to Jake Luton? You might have to go to Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. I might have to go to Jameis Winston. 
Times are tough. Times are tough. I don't Every, think everyone out there playing fantasy is, is not crying. No, I know they're not crying because it, like people like lost like you know Kittle and all those other people like you know in one week. But I've never seen three quarterbacks <laughs> go down from the same team. Yeah, you're a little screwed. Yeah, Flacco might be the pickup. This oh, week. I can't. I can't. I might have to go to Andy Dalton. But back to the Lions okay, game. Sorry, because I really want to talk about this game. Go ahead. I had money on this game. You did? Yes. I had, oh, you I got had, Wayne. I had money with with the Lions. Fan Wayne. Yes. And what I. What did you bet? I had t- I just had ten bucks on the, on the Redskins. Oh, okay. So, I was really confident that Washington's defensive line would dominate, and we all were, and they would win this game, and they didn't. Alex Smith played great. Yes. Three and ninety. Three ninety, and I was right on McKissick to start McKissick. Fifteen targets at the backfield. Alex Smith the drop the dump off king, like I said, and well, he's a dump McKissick off king. Finishes as a top ten running back. Yeah. Then fifteen. You have McLaurin who played awesome, pretty damn good. Yep. And you have Gibson who was pretty good in the red zone. Here's the problem: is it took the Lions to be up twenty-four to to three, which they usually are, for Washington to come all the way back, tie the game, with sixteen seconds left. With sixteen seconds left. Then, whoever the defensive coordinator for the Washington football team is. <laughs> Should be fired because I see this way too often. 16 seconds left. They get a pass over the middle. They get a, a roughing the passer on a stupid call on, on Chase Young. It was a stupid play. And they get the ball at about the 50. And they play prevent defense with six seconds left. And the Lions have a timeout. So they play prevent defense and leave the whole middle of the field and they guard the, the outside. And what does Stafford do? He tells Marvin Jones to run a slant over the middle for 10 yards to set up an easy field goal for... One of the best kickers in, in the NFL history. Like, like Did, Wait, you're calling a 59-yarder a chip shot? No, no, I'm saying to <laughs> set up a realistic field goal for okay. one of the best kickers in the NFL. All right. But if you don't let them get that slant and actually play, like, like what's the worst that happened? Like, they throw a deep ball and then they, like, there should, you should have played two safeties over and, and man up and, and press up. Like, like, what were they doing? I don't know. And Jack, the Lions... Jack Del Rio is the defensive coordinator. I don't even know if Lions fans should be happy because they were they should have won the game by by three touchdowns. And yet again, you know, they, I, 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 I was time, rooting for the Lions to lose because I want to see Patricia get fired. And I'm afraid that they rally and, and somehow, like, make 8-8 eight and eight and he doesn't. Like, like I'm rooting for... Lions fans should want to lose. And they're not. They're 4-5. and five. Whatever. We spent too much time in the Lions. Okay. Let's go through these kind of quick. Yep. Browns and the Nick and Nick Chubb beat the Texans. That's all it was. They just ran the ball. And I do have to say something. Yep. For all the people that that were that asked me about about Kareem Hunt yep. and what happens to Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt plays better when Nick Chubb plays. They both went for hundred yards. Which is insane. Kareem Hunt was kind of not really the man by himself. And now Nick Chubb comes back and he's better with Nick Chubb. Yeah, because they're they, they they complement each other. Right. And it's a change of pace. And Nick Chubb wears the defense out. Right. And when each of them get nineteen carries, they pound, pound, pound. Eventually there's holes to, that open up. Right. So I told you with the Texans, yeah, the Texans yeah, yeah. suck. And the Browns, this is two weeks in a row where they've won ugly. games ugly but low score. Like the defense has kept teams to a touchdown or, or no touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And it's and they're six and three. And Baker Mayfield has done nothing. absolutely nothing. He just hands the ball up. It's unbelievable. So, let's go to the Eagles and the Giants. What the heck? Daniel Lamar Jackson Jones <laughs> beats the Eagles, basically himself running the ball. The, the Giants are, are, like, do they realize that they don't understand how to tank? Yeah. I think now they actually think they're going to win the division. So and, you, and they might. You got the, the Giants, right? I did, didn't I? Because the Eagles suck. Why do I pick the Eagles? Like, I don't know. Like they they are, are so bad. And I finally have figured out why the Eagles are losing games. Oh, I really have. You have? I have figured it out. They lack talent? No, they, they don't. coaching? They don't, they don't Carson lack Carson Wentz it's is actually, overrated? So, so Carson Wentz is not good, mm-hmm. but that's not the reason they lose games. Okay. Doug Peterson is the reason they lose games because they don't hand the ball off to Miles Sanders enough. Yep. Miles Sanders, I've always been... Nah, he's he's okay. You know, he was good in college. You know, he hasn't really done much in the NFL. You know why he isn't hasn't done much? They don't give him the ball. This should be a run first team. Their offensive line is not as good as as it used to be, and they've dealt with injuries. 
it and, is, they and they have no wide receivers, so why throw it all the, the time? The reason that that Wentz, Wentz is always under pressure, he's always trying to, to make plays on on his mm-hmm. you know scrambling outside, and he makes dumb decisions. If they just ran the ball for 25, 28 times a game, you know, fourteen, you know, they should be doubling the rushing that they are doing now because Miles Sanders fifteen carries for eighty five yards, he averaged six yards a carry. Boston Scott three carries for sixty yards, he averaged twenty one yards a carry. They ran the ball successfully, but they still throw the ball thirty seven times. Tried to throw thirty seven times with Wentz. It, it makes no sense to me why they don't run the football more. I got I got a couple of insights. Miles My, Sanders was it, it felt like he was averaging nine yards a carry because yeah. every time they handed the ball off, he would run for nine yards. I get it. Couple things. Mm-hmm. Number one, Wayne Gallman has been quietly having a couple good weeks. Yeah, he gets in the end zone every game, uh-huh. which is ridiculous. Number two. Bradbury might be the best defensive back in, in the, the shutdown. He is awesome. And Blake Martinez was a really silent, awesome pickup for the Giants at linebacker from Green Bay. So there's a, this Giant team, as scary as it sounds, they very much might win the NFC East. Yeah. Although, I mean, the Eagles' schedule down the stretch is murder. The Giants is not much better. Um, but, I mean, there's no way the Eagles will win another three games this year. There's no way. Yeah, and here's the problem with the Eagles is is you're right. I don't think they win another game this year. I, I really don't think they win another. This was their chance to win, to to win their fourth game of the year. Yep. Take a two game lead over the next best team, which have been all the other teams tied at at two, two. wins. Yep, and they and, and and they couldn't do it. And they, now they were, wait, they were zero for nine on third down. Oh, who's 0 for 9? 0 for 9. And listen, listen to the schedule. I got to I got to read it out. Yeah. At Cleveland. L. Home against Seattle. L. At Green Bay. Big L. Home against New Orleans. Drew Brees will be back. L. At Arizona. Another L. Car- Kyler Murray will have a field day. At Dallas. We we never lose twice to the Eagles. We always split. And then home against Washington. And that will be for the... Who the, they've lost to already this year. Right. And that will be for the division, and Washington will probably somehow win the division. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they won't win another game this year. And that's... it's. I mean, that that's just it. No, they're going to win two more, but they're not going to win three. I don't see where they win a game. They're, okay. they're outmatched in every every team they play. I'll find a way. Whoever made the schedule for them down the road... Didn't like the them. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the Bucks. They take down Carolina. This is a surprise to no one. This, was a, clo- Jones, this was a close game. And then all of a sudden, I turned my uh, turned the TV off. And the highlight of the game is Ronald Jones ran for 98 yard touchdown. Yeah, no, I get that, and he ran for 192 overall. Um, but all of a sudden, this game just got out of hand in a hurry. Yeah. Like it was it was five scores in a row between the uh, the end of the, the last play of the second quarter and the first play of the fourth quarter. It was like Tampa score, Tampa score, Tampa score. I'm like, what the freak is going on here? Well, and also it doesn't help with injuries to the running back position where. McCaffrey is out for this upcoming week again. Bridgewater Mike, got a little bad. Mike, Mike Davis hurt um, in the game. He didn't do anything. Yeah. And Bridgewater hurt. Yeah. And now the lone running back is Curtis Samuel. And you've got <laughs> P.J. Walker as your quarterback. So Yeah, you're screwed. Starting off hot, the Carolina Panthers have lost like four in a row. Moving on to the Raiders, they destroy the Broncos. My God, Raiders are rolling. They're rolling, and they have a My matchup. My Broncos are not. They have a matchup with Kansas City to yeah. potentially, potentially take first in the AFC West. If I'm no, if that's right on my part, no, because the Chiefs are eight and one, and I think the Chiefs I'm, do have eight wins. I yeah. I thought it was because of the bye, but inching closer because then they would have the the, the tiebreaker and sweeping the Chiefs this year because they already beat them once. You got to remember. Yeah, yeah, no, they did, but they're still two games back. Right, so inching closer, and they would be just half a game back, and I, I think that that they have a legit chance beating the Chiefs again. They've already shown that they can do it once. Derek Carr's got to play better because this week it was all about the run. I don't think they can run all over the Chiefs no. like they did to the Raiders. And talk about run, it was Devontae Booker and Josh Jacobs. Derek Carr didn't even do, need to do much. He he really didn't. No. I, I was surprised how easy this game was. I really uh-huh. was. You know, the the Raiders are playing well. You, you got to give it to Gruden. He's he's yeah. finding a way. And on the, the Broncos side, I Locke's got to go. Locke's done. I, he's look, got about another no, two games left, and I think he's done. I totally disagree. I think over the last two games, he has been hurt more than he is leading on to. 
He, he just doesn't look right. He, he doesn't look, look right, and he's throwing picks, and and he's he's tre- he's trending downward. You know, you cannot be a a Broncos fan with six games left in the season. Are you and... gonna put Brett Rippin in? No, I don't think a change you know is made this season. But if this team went, you know ends up four and twelve, there's gonna be you know yeah th- this could be a possible trade up in the draft scenario, or go out and sign someone and, and get a quarterback. Okay. All right, let's go to. The quarterback matchup of the week, Tua beats Herbert. God, the Dolphins are on a roll. You were right with, with the Dolphins. I yes, took the I Chargers. Yes, I was. Stop, get off your little man crush and realize this team is coached by Anthony Lynn. Yeah, this this game was basically two things. The Dolphins' defense just played... They, they didn't play their best game all, all season. They played better than the Chargers' defense, and... Herbert made one more mistake than Tua did, and that's the that Dude, was the outcome of a of a touchdown win game. I love the Dolphins' defensive coordinator. He blitzes on like every down. It's yeah. awesome, and he blocks a lot of they block a lot of punts. Yeah, I mean this team is playing well in all three phases right now. And then I mean literally a team that you know they they just dumped Jordan Howard yeah. you know today, and uh, this guy Salva Ahmed. Like where did they find these people? He's actually pretty good. Yeah, like, like he, he was great, fast, shifty. Yeah, he had a great game. I mean, he ran for 85 yards and a touch. Might have to pick him up, too. <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, another one that you'll pick up for two weeks, and Gaskin will be back. All these running backs that, that are here for two weeks, yeah, and they're gone. It's true. It's the story of, of Fantasy 2020. Uh, the Hale Murray Ugh. beats the Bills Ugh. in an incredible catch. Here's here's what, what is crazy to me is, is the catch was, you know, talked about all after the game, and then it kind of died down. And then it was talked about this morning on all the shows. Here, here's what people I don't think we're talking about. That was one of the best catches in the history of the NFL. Like, like that was a great catch. History of the NFL, four guys on him, and he catches a ball that he just ripped away. I really felt like three guys were on him. <laughs> but three or four. I'll tell you what's amazing. Typically when you see that, first of all, any other quarterback would have been sacked. Right. But Kyle Murray made that nice little juke move to get a little He's so open, quick with his feet. Threw it against his body, across the green, perfect throw, 50 yards, and then DeAndre Hopkins just jumped up and it was like two bear claws grabbing a salmon out of the water. Yeah. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought that game was over. We're like, ah, oh, what a great play by Stefan Diggs and Josh yeah. Allen and they win. And next thing you know, it's like, boom. But, but here's the takeaway from the game is... You know, they got lucky with the, the the kind of throw, you know, lucky and skill because it's not just luck. You know, he didn't catch it on a tip. No, or whatever. he did not. That was skill catching the ball, but Absolutely. lucky to get that ball away and, and however the play yeah, played it was, out. it was perfection. But both teams are good. Like, like very, that is the, that's the takeaway. The Bills good. lost on a, on a, on a Hail Mary, uh, Hail Mary. Like, like both, both teams are good. Both teams are going to be in the playoffs and teams are going to probably, you know, this Cardinals team is you don't on want to play, track to to win this division. You now. do not want to play either one of these teams in the playoffs. No, I I agree, dude. And Cole Beasley, yeah, man, did he look? He this was probably the best game I saw him play in Buffalo. Yeah, one handed catches, diving out of bounds. I mean, the touchdown he scored. I mean, he's he had a great game. Eleven oh. catches, one hundred nine and a touch, and he was everywhere. Yep. And then we had the Seahawks lose to the Rams in my kind of. You know, it was, like we said, it wasn't an upset, but yeah. a lot of, you know, the money was on the Seahawks this week. I wasn't buying it. You weren't buying it. Nope. We took the Rams. And here's here, here's my thing with the Seahawks is it's kind of, like, amusing because Russell Wilson started started this season on a historical pace, was throwing five touchdowns a game, it felt like. Yep. DK Metcalf was the best wide receiver, you know, ever. Like, people were going crazy over this dude. He's been shut. He's been down. non-existent the last two four weeks. You know, no, two four weeks. weeks except for the San Fran game where he yep. played good. But the yep. the three losses non-existent. You're, you know, you see some trends here. Non-existent in the three losses. Yep. Russell Wilson is making bad throws. Yep. Like terrible throws. He t- he's turning the ball over way too much. You know, and the thing with Russell Wilson that, that like every time he throws an interception, the camera moves in on his face and he's like, and he like licks his hand and he's like. He's, you see, it's like he's like gonna like cry, like like he does the same thing. He gets me so mad for some reason. But look, look at wait, look at his stat line, mm-hmm. right? Fifty nine percent completion, yeah. two hundred forty eight yards, zero TDs, two interceptions, sacked six more times. Yeah. So so the offensive line isn't it's isn't atrocious. Helping. Which is worse, Seattle's offensive line or Seattle's defense? 
I'll still take the defense because I think the defense is, is really bad because they couldn't stop. Here's the, you know, you have the Rams coming off a bye, McVay yeah. coming off a bye, and they schemed it perfectly. Goff is great in the play action. They, they ran that a lot. And then off the play action, they ran the ball, and they ran it up the middle a bunch of times for a bunch of yards, and that's how they scored touchdowns in the red zone. Yep. But if you're Seattle, Russell Wilson cannot afford to throw these. These are bad turnovers. These aren't tip off off the hands of, yeah, of these Lockett. Were or, these were bad throws. The last pass of that game where he threw an out route, mm-hmm. he literally hiked the ball, and he looked at, at Tyler Lockett, <laughs> and the Bills' corner is, is on Tyler Lockett, and he threw the out route. You mean the Rams? No, the, I'm sorry. The Rams' <laughs> corner yeah. was on Tyler Lockett. And he threw the ball right to the like he threw it right there. He just stared him down. It was the only route that like went out. It was the worst pass of all time. No, the one he threw in the end zone was the worst pass of all time. Right. Well, that one he thought he had an open man, but he should be smarter than that playing in the league this long. That you know, guys that open, you know, it's an angle that they have to take. That the the safety was was in the vicinity and right. he could get and, an, and an he easy a, And he threw a nice slow duck. Right. So here's here's what I have to take. They need Chris Carson back because they need a running game. DJ Dallas is not getting it done. Nope. They don't have another guy. Nope. So they need to run the ball to be able to. This is this is the number one running team last year. Like they need to run the ball to set up play action to make it easier on on. So DJ Dallas's eight yards of running didn't really do it for him. No, it really didn't help. <laughs> this team's going in the wrong direction. Wrong direction. The Saints, uh, they're going in the right direction except for their quarterback. Oh. Uh, they lose Drew Brees, but they beat the 49ers. And this game was 49ers up early big, and then the Steelers just turned it around with Alvin Kamara, who's my sleeper MVP right now. He, him and, you know, Dalvin Cook, as we speak, is having a pretty, you know, not as, as good game, like we said, because, he's, you know, the Bears defense, he wasn't going to have 200 yards. He doesn't even have, like, 50 right now. But Kamara, another three touchdowns. Three touchdowns, but he doesn't get any yards running the ball. Like, I think he had 15 yards running. Yeah. Right? In the last few games... I, I don't think he's – I think his best performance running this year is 83 yards in a game. Yeah. He does not have a – he doesn't have a 90 – he doesn't have an 85-yard rushing game this year. Mm-hmm. How is that possible? But, but but he's not He's not like a that, – that the Saints aren't a run the football every, every day. They're, they're, a, they're a very – they can beat you many ways. He's also – you got to look at the, the – the to, he's a total yards guy. I agree. And he's look got, a, he's got 11 touchdowns in 10 weeks. Is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a stud. He, he is, really no, is. No, he is a stud. But he, like you said, he does it in in, in every which way. All right. So San Francisco's got to get some players back, man. It's yeah. getting ridiculous. But can this team win now with Jameis Winston no. and Taysom, Taysom Hill? Hill? Well, Taysom Hill's gonna have to play a little bit more. I, maybe they can. I, they probably can. I think that I think that they can stay with teams. I really yeah. do. Well, how long is Breeze gonna be out? They for? They, they said two to three weeks. I'm I'm gonna go with the three to four, just because it sounded like a really okay. bad injury. Well, guess what? They can hang in there because their next four games are Atlanta, Denver, Atlanta, and Philly. Right. So they, you know, Jameis Winston can win those games, and then they finish with KC, Minnesota, and Carolina. They'll be fine. Yeah. So this team will be fine. I'd actually like to see Taysom Hill like start be the quarterback. quarterback. That'd Me be too. awesome. I would I would pick him up right now. He's awesome to watch. So I, that would be pretty cool to watch. I don't really want to see Jameis Winston. Uh, yeah. I've seen a lot of him, and I don't really think he's that exciting. But Taysom Hill would be exciting to watch. Agreed. Then to the biggest upset of the week with the Patriots beating I, the Ravens. Right, unbelievable. In a game that I like, weather I've never seen in my life. Yep. Fast forward to the final drive of the game, where they punt the ball back to the Ravens, and they have it with about a minute left, with no timeouts at their own ten yard line. And the Ravens, you know, it's been it's been pouring all night, but like, but like steady pouring mm-hmm. like like not downpour this mm-hmm. is just steady rain all night windy they, they come out and they go out and they they're they're they get out of the huddle and all of a sudden you hear <laughs> like like literally they have someone dropped like a bucket like like when you're at a wa- like a a water park and you're under the the bucket <laughs> yes at the water park and it yeah. goes down and all the kids start screaming. like yeah. it was like that bucket over the entire <laughs> earth went down I've never seen rain come down harder, and you can see Lamar Jackson just look up and be like, "Like really, really, dude? Like really, God? Come on!" Like it was, it was unfair. You, you could see the look in his eyes, and he was like, "Like can we just take a knee? Like, like we lost? Okay, we get it." it that he, he he took a snap, 
Yeah. And he tried to throw the ball, and it was a wide open over the middle. They were just playing, you know, coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, deep uh, coverage. Deep coverage. Yeah. He threw the ball wide, right over the middle to Mark Andrews, right in his hands. Went right through. Right it. through his hands. And, and he looks, and then Mark Andrews is like, what do you want from me? <laughs> you see Lamar Jackson, he's like, like, dude, like, I don't know what to say. Like, the, the rain is insane right now. <laughs> so the funny thing is, after the, you know, the game ends, time runs out, and they walk off the field. Mm-hmm. As soon as the last person gets off the field. The rain stops. Rain stops. <laughs> and the meme of the night is Bill Belichick controls the weather at, <laughs> at the stadium, at the Patriots stadium, which is the funniest thing. But Well, this saved the Patriots season. Right. So... And just first, first off, yeah, so much running, yep. like the quickest game in Sunday Night Football history. It was basically a handoff to Harris, yeah, uh, Lamar Jackson run, handoff to Ingram, handoff to to Dobbins, uh, Lamar Jackson drop back to pass, and then scramble to run because <laughs> you can't, you know, no one gets separation. Yeah, and then it was just Cam Newton run for a like a fourth and one. It was just run, 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 run. The first, the first half was done in forty minutes. Yeah. So my first takeaway is Damian Harris is the real deal. This guy is a downhill. I've been saying crazy it runner since the draft. Yeah, he is the real deal. Mm-hmm. And why I can't find a way to get him in my starting lineup right now mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm, I might have to put him in the flex. Yep. I just I have I have such a good team that if they would stay healthy, I could really win this damn thing. Such a good maybe maybe the commissioner will allow you to put Damian Harrison at quarterback. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Maybe if he throws one pass. Well, he could actually maybe pick up Jacoby Myers at quarterback oh, there you go. because he threw a touchdown. That he was did. nice. He did. But but this is more of the Ravens just not being as good as I thought. The defense is the defense is fine. It's good. It's not great. Again, they they were losing like they lost like four or five starters. Mm-hmm. You know, like Campbell was out. They had Ford. Their their linebacker was out. Like they had guys out. That make a difference. Like the defense was so good in the first couple of games because they had guys. They've dealt with injuries. It's still a good defense. Like they, they help. They hold teams. They, they, not the run defense, but the pass defense is 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 a good defense. Now, the offense is the issue. Mm-hmm. It's not the defense. The defense is going to keep you in games. They need Calais Campbell. Lamar back. Jackson is one of the best. You know, he is probably the best player I've ever seen when it comes to. Dropping back in coverage, and basically, no one on the team, none of the wide receivers, are good enough to get separation on these corners. Mm-hmm. You know, this Patriot team has good corners with J.C. Jackson and McCourty. and the McCourty twins on the end. Like, like Marquise Brown couldn't beat Devin McCourty, who is like forty years old, <laughs> and this guy's supposed to be the fastest guy behind Tyree Kill in the entire league, and he couldn't even step, get past him. Step, step, step for step. By, step, for step. But don't but, you think like, the weather Marquise has? Brown is so bad. This guy was ha- supposed to have a year. He's so bad. Willie Sneed was probably the best wide receiver all night. Andrews dropped like four passes. Mm-hmm. Like, like they don't get separation to help Lamar. Lamar Jackson, you know, has his troubles throwing, but it's more. It's not like he can't throw the ball. It's that he doesn't have a wide receiver that gets separation for him to throw the ball. He's back there scrambling for his life. He makes these amazing moves. Like he had some of the some runs where it was just like like Madden moves. Like it, it was just an incredible to watch. And he has no one to throw to. And it's it's concerning because the trade deadline's gone. Des Bryant's not going to make a difference if you move him up. Like like this team is is stuck. Yeah. They, they they cannot beat a. I just don't believe they can beat a Chiefs team, a Steelers team. Even even like a Raiders team that that runs you know that has a pretty decent defense like like this team is not I don't see them beating too many teams if they get right now they're in the last wild card like they got to start winning games or they can potentially not even make the playoffs I I totally agree listen I've in, been in the AFC who's I've been saying right that now. Lamar is not playing well this team is overrated and they're not going to make a Super Bowl run they're not. And and the McCordy brothers are only like 33, 34, right? So okay. I was they've been in the league for twenty years <laughs> since they've been like sixteen. Look, at we're we're starting to separate the good from the bad. Right. And you know, injuries are really hurting a lot of teams. But what's really cool is there are just some teams that are just fun to watch. Yeah. Arizona, Miami. You know, those two teams, Buffalo, the, these teams are fun to watch. They're well-constructed. Even Pittsburgh's fun to watch. You know, they got good defenses. Look, 
every, every one of those teams have good defenses. Yeah. Maybe Arizona's isn't as good as the rest of the other ones, but you know, with Buda Baker and Patrick Patterson, I mean, they, they, they do it. They do a pretty decent job. The, you have to have a defense in this league now. Mm-hmm. Like you, you just cannot give up fifty points. Yeah, and you're seeing to win. the teams that just don't have the best star power on offense that are just winning games because of the defense. Perfect example: the Dolphins. They just don't have a great. They don't have great players on offense, but they're just winning games because they run the football and they stop on you know stop other teams on on defense. Yeah, no, it's, it's the new age. Like like there are teams like the Chiefs who flat out beat everyone by scoring. Because they have a decent like like you have you gotta have a Chiefs offense who's the you know top three in the league yep. and a decent defense and then you have the Cowboys who take a, a healthy Dak Prescott and a healthy offensive line like you know like last year yep. have the best offense in the league statistically and a terrible defense where that doesn't work. Yep. So yep. It, it's gonna be interesting. I think this really you know changes GMs' minds on how they want to structure their teams in the next couple of years. Listen. Because right. I think I think too many teams got caught up in the we don't need a defense we'll just outscore everyone. It's just yeah. not the case. It isn't because the teams that have great defense, India, uh, the Colts, uh, you know, uh, what am I? The Bears. Yeah, the and the Bears are playing you know pretty decent. I mean, the Bears' offense is insane. Like, might be punter, one of the worst ever. Their punter's leg probably is gonna fall off by the end of the game because <laughs> every time they go three and out, they just punt. Yeah, and. You just have to. The Steelers, the Dolphins, these teams, and, and Bills, these teams are playing well because their defenses are giving them a chance every game. Yeah. So, I look forward to Week 12. Well, yeah. our la- well we forgot our last game. Oh, wait, our wait. last game of the of the week, the Cowboys. Oh, they did they, great this they week. They lost to the bye. They lost to the bye? Yeah. They didn't really they lose did to lose. the bye. They actually didn't lose any ground. No, they lost to the bye. They didn't it lose. It was confirmed. It wasn't on TV this week. <laughs> but they did lose to the bye. Uh, Andy Dalton threw five interceptions. Uh, Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, Just bad. I, I saw a report that Andy Dalton is looking like the starting quarterback. Oh, Kill me. That, that makes it great. Kill me now. Yep. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see you this week. Yep. That's going to do it for today's episode. Make sure you share the podcast with your friends and your family if you enjoyed. Follow me on all socials. On, especially on TikTok, I'm posting daily sports content as well as answering all your fantasy football questions. If you leave me a comment on any of my videos, I'll make a video responding to it. Uh, get me to 1,000 followers. We're almost there by football season. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at the Sports Appeal Podcast. My TikTok handle is Sports Appeal AJ. My Instagram is the Sports Appeal Podcast. Follow me on all those. You can also listen to any other episodes of the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just search up The Sports Appeal. Also, you can go to my homepage, anchor.fm slash AJ-Teal to get to all the external links 